Hi, I'm Rosie, and this is your invitation to join me in my weekly musings where I go into a little bit more of soul searching. The stories of our life create a beautifully colored tapestry, interwoven by connecting threads. When we follow these threads that are tugging at our heart, we're open to each other's creativity and higher artistic frequencies. So here at the Mystic Rose Studios, you might hear some quirky sounds from the urban setting, but wherever you are, and in the midst of all your quirky sounds all around you, I invite you to join me and keep following those threads. This has been a very busy past two weeks, which is a good thing. My son is starting school again, and that's uh, getting him online, getting stuff figured out, um, getting out of our summer routine and schedule that's super flexible has been uh, a little slower going than I would have liked, but that's okay. This is all a reminder that this time it is so important to allow things to unfold the way they are meant to and not force things. It's hard to jump out of that that uh, Kairos time of it just takes as long as it takes to Kronos time of, of schedules and appointments and, um, you know, I, it, there, there's a, there's a need for both, but I definitely lean towards the Kairos time of it takes as long as it takes. Um, but when there is an appointment, I make a point <laughs> to not be late to things. Anyway, that's been going on for me. Uh, so that's the reason for last week's episode not airing or an episode not releasing last week. So I know you understand if you are listening to this and uh, we're expecting an episode last week, nothing uh, devastating happened. It was just life. Um, this interview is really special. This is a friend, uh, Autumn Schumacher. She's from Alaska. And at the beginning, you'll hear us talking about where she's from and uh, it, it, we recorded this on Zoom, so I was actually able to see outside her window, so you can kind of hear us describing it. But um, ultimately, this is about how sometimes you plan things and life just takes you in a different direction. And if you embrace that and you, you go with the, with the next right thing and when your life has changed because of of uh, things that happen to your body and you become ill and health is so important. I think we underestimate how health is the absolute most important thing. And if anything during um, these times with pandemic, we can see that, or any flu for that matter, honestly, um, we can see how it may not even just be that it's the current flu or, or illness that's going around. We can become ill from stress uh, inside and out of environmental factors. And that can just rock our whole world. That can just change the trajectory of everything that we planned. And Autumn so gracefully navigates through this. And 
you know, <laughs> as she shares her story, it's not that it was easy. It's just that she has learned to embrace these things as this is just what I need to do next. Um, and taking care of ourselves is so important. So enjoy this wonderful, uh, lovely soul story as, um, as maybe some of you are dealing with health issues that um, have just changed everything that you've planned, please pay uh, a cl- pay close attention to how Autumn has been able to shift that perspective of just you know things happening to her, but actually things happening for her, and how amazing she is. We also share about the um, the training that we're in, the group we're in. It's really a circle of um, those of us coming together and trying to see how we can, you know, get rid of a lot of the old things that haven't served us with the beautiful teacher, Tahira. So I will share that in the show notes because the next cohort is um, open for enrollment. So please follow Tahira um, Autumn when she is ready for her next adventure, I will share her things also in the future. But for now, enjoy. Uh, two and a half or so hours in North of Anchorage. And our area, it gets really mild compared to the majority of this of the state, as far as the really, really extremes and even like the, the torrential downpours and stuff like that in the South. So what we get for our daylight uh, cold and all that fun stuff is pretty kind of pretty mid-road. We have some gnarly moments because we, we're right off the Gulf, so that's fun. And we're right on that ring of fire, so Earthquake Central. Huh. We got hit really good a couple years ago. Um, but the daylight, we actually, we kind of like won the lottery on that one, as far as I'm concerned, because we do get some dark, and then we do get some light in the winter. But the coldest and shortest is December, I'm going to remember right, 21st, right? Um, we have, in my area, sun goes up, if we're lucky around 11, back down by around 3 p.m. It's a short day. (laughs) But on the flip of that, in my area, and the sun goes up, um, oh goodness, we don't really notice it going down on the summer solstice. It's more of, in my area, you can actually see the, it just gets a little bit of a glow lower. You can still see the glow. It's still full. There's no darkness to to the actual coloration of the sky. It's just a a slight dimming of the hue toward the horizon, but it still looks as though it's daylight. And then it comes back up and around, it happens around 245 to 315-ish, give or take the year and the stuff um, on that moment. And then you start to notice the brightening again around four-ish. But that's just a bare dimming, dimming. And then it comes back up, which I will say, even in spring, born and raised, it gets, it gets you in the spring. <laughs> it's very unsettling in the spring because you're just, you're coming out of hibernation, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. The winters, um, SIDS is a thing, really bad up here, mm-hmm. seasonal affective disorder. And so uh, tanning booths are a big deal up here, not just because, you know, we're very pale and then the sun comes out and we're crisp, but, <laughs> but also because of that, it actually, it's a, it's a thing, you know, where they are prescribed. Um, these sessions and obviously not you know extensive it's it's different types of light and it's different situations but there are a ton now of light clinics and such that you can go to or you can you can seek out I should say um to find so it's an interesting mix but it's it's really um a phenomenal thing because you feel it I mean 
in the summer here, it is hard not to, because you're just, you know, go, 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 go with all of this. <laughs> that is, that's a trip. Like, I know, like, we hear about it, like, oh, yeah, in Alaska, or, you know, the yeah. the, the sun doesn't go down, you know, but to hear, like, it described just as, like, I want to say like as casually as you are, just because it's like, this is your life. This is what, you know, you were born and raised there, right? Yes. yes. I mean, I've lived all over the country now because I wanted to experience other things. Yeah. (laughs) Because this was, I remember going down to California for the first time and as the light thing, it got dark at 6 p.m. And I, honest to goodness, asked my mom, I said, mom, what's going on? Oh, I bet that was She just, she she laughed at me, you know, and she goes, honey, this is, this is what it's like in normal places. It's so early. And she goes, yeah. And I was like, is it like this all year? I said, yes. <laughs> and I was like, well, is this just earlier for them? You know, like maybe they start getting dark sooner, you know? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, it's not a seasonal thing, love. They just, you know, they get night all the time. Yeah. And I loved it kind of because that one thing I miss in summer, which is, I'll be honest, it's like only this much. Because yeah. There's so much to appreciate about the, the, the range of hues you, you know, need to enjoy in the, in the daytime in the summer. But what I do miss is the stars. You don't get to see your stars much. I mean, you'll get a little bit of a glimmer through yeah. the very dark blue sky that you see above you. Um, and obviously in certain places in the mountains and stuff, totally different. Different elevations, you can get you can get your stars. And fully, especially as you go north, different light situation in the summer and in the winter. Um, but for myself here, that's one thing that's like, ah. So I, I appreciate the fall as it comes because it's like, oh, there you are. Hey, guys, you know, you do. So it's, it's nice to have that more bold, ah sparkle yeah and I like being in like uh LA County so it's basically a city I mean you know all of LA County even though it's we're supposed to be like suburb you know it's (laughs) (laughs) because like uh, Pomona is as big as some like large cities that I've gone to in the country okay um so when we say like oh look at you can look at the stars it's not even it's close nice. to what really everybody else gets to appreciate for the night sky, you know? Okay. So when we do go to the beach or camping, you know, or, or to the mountains or, yeah. or even when I've driven through like Arizona and there isn't all the city lights, I mean, I'm just like, I, 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 I remember once yeah. like driving through and like wanting to stick yes. my head oh, out gosh, the window yes. the whole time, there. like yep. just like, yep. ah you know 100%. it looks like just pinholes like you know what yes. I mean in a curtain like it's amazing yes. isn't it oh gosh that's like, one of my favorite things yeah if, I mean when you find it when you have it because I'm not saying it's all brilliant up here right. all the time yeah the weather is lovely let me tell you all the time but um as I stare, stare at the gray sky but <laughs> gosh yeah those moments oh those are the best yeah it's and it's like um how to remember that that's what it always looks like we just don't see it and I think, like, I always think of these things as, like, life lessons, right? Like, yes, it's, so. like it's always, they're always there shining down on us. The Mufasas trying yes. to remind yes. us that, yes. you know, <laughs> remember who you are, you yes. know? <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. I had to, yeah, I had to remember who you are moment today as well. Did you yeah. really? Oh, I my did, gosh. I did. It was good stuff. It was good stuff. I want to hear. Let's just show... Yeah. Um, I'm recording this just so that we can get however yeah, pieces. Absolutely. This is like what I, I like. 
this is how I do the podcast. It's um, okay. conversations and just getting to know. And if I will usually jump right in because I know that that's when the magic happens. It's like just yes. like, oh, shoot, the we boom, should have recorded that. Yes. Yeah, you know. Exactly. Um, but let's start with introductions. <laughs> so, um, Autumn, what if you were to introduce yourself to somebody? Okay. <laughs> who is Autumn? Ooh. Yeah. Who, who is, is Autumn, Autumn oh today? Um, what, are, what, what are you up to? Like, I know you're planning um, to work with a new company, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So the Autumn, um, I, I started out as far as who I wanted to go be in the world. I had so many things I was interested in as a young person. Um, but my biggest thing that I just seemed to geek hardest, quite hardest. And I mean, it was really an any man money mo thing when I tried to decide, mm. you know, who am I going to try to send for college or whatnot? And it was archaeology. I was like, oh my God, I've been absurdly drawn to, um, I mean, just intensely since third grade. I mean, I'm checking out books three, four inches thick on Greek mythology and Egyptology and hieroglyphics and trying to teach myself the, the languages on the, you know, so that when I watch the series, I'm like, oh, can I, can I see what it says? You know, like, that was my level. I actually was gifted and I still have, um, as it just, cause it's true. I can't get rid of it. It's just too much sentiment, but, um, I have this kit I was given as a child, um, uh, with hieroglyphics. There's a hieroglyphic and oh, wow. hieroglyphic stamp kit so that you could like try to learn and then write what? in the hieroglyphic. Yeah, so oh my God. That's awesome. Cool. Right. It was, like I said, I had to keep, it was just too, too stinking cool. Um, but that was my big thing. And as the universe and life and all the, you know, the fun moments would have be. I show up to Arizona uh, with my best sister friend, you know, thick as thieves since we're this big. And yeah. um, that's, my, that's my sister. We show up to Arizona and we're all getting ready. It's two weeks before classes start. And I am pulled into the registrar's office. She says, I am so sorry. You know, computers were just becoming more a thing um, as far as being more introduced into like, you know, um, record keeping roles yeah. and things like that. Right. So they had said, we are so sorry. There was a bit of a glitch. We're just sitting more new to this system. Da, da, da. We overbooked your program by like 200 students. Aww. The students we'd be able to take you like a year and a half from now. And I was devastated. <laughs> you know, devastated. Meanwhile, my friend's program, no problem. And she had gotten all these scholarships. So she you know, kind of had to stay there. Slash, It was a big deal. So of course, of course, I'll, hey, I'll catch up to you, man. And so I came back to Alaska. And I uh, went to community college for about six, eight months, as long as I could afford it. Cause I only had, you know, so many pennies and I was kind of, to be honest, I had this, um, rooftop, uh, but it was a mountaintop moment Went very picking as is the thing you do up here and fall. And I was with my friend's family and we're doing this harvest subsistence seasonal thing. And I'm kind of on the side. I'm a bit to myself. And I remembered I had this flash of like, Hey, wait a minute. There was that culinary school that was headhunting me, man. They offered you all these scholarships. That were, I mean, a few scholars, but they, their tuition was absurd. So it's like, yeah. that's nice scholarships, but uh, I don't got, I, I'm doing this myself. I don't have that kind of money right. to make up the rest, right? And I graduated kind of young, so I didn't, I couldn't do student loans. I couldn't even sign away my life at that time when I first graduated. So they weren't even, to me, an option, right? And they were my second major at the archaeology place, right? Mm-hmm. At, the, at the University in Arizona, because that, that was my under. I'd always been interested in food. I loved it. It was a thing to me why I wanted to get into it. And this is what led to the autumn and who she is and what to do. And now um, is to me, it was always something that brought people together. Yeah. And as a young person up here, both sides of my parents' family, most of them lived down in the state. 
So I met a few relatives a few times in my life, but even my grandparents, I met twice in my life, yeah. kind of a thing. And so all of my kin, massively, the majority of it was all relationshipal family. You know, it was, this is my uncle, quote unquote, he's been a family friend for 40 years for all intents and purposes. He's my dad's brother kind of thing, but it was not, you didn't have to have blood to have friendship. Mm -hmm. And I was raised very much with that. And anytime there was a, ne a meal or a barbecue, God, I loved it because the characters would come in. And I mean, we got some characters. <laughs> Ooh. So it was, it was never a dull moment. And, you know, you get these people who are, you know, the wanderers and they've been all over the place and they're telling from stories and countries and things I'd never heard of and with accents that I don't see on TV, you know, and, and just really neat things, you know, you would never expect for itty bitty, this big town in the middle of nowhere, Alaska. So, um, I am a, I decided to, I, I'm, what the heck, let's do it. I'm going to, I'm going to go for this culinary school. If it's my chance, uh, you know, to go do this, to, to start this journey, I'm going to take it. And so basically in the middle of this mountaintop, this, all of this is just hitting me. Right. And so I said, it's like two weeks before classes start. I'm going to do the damn, I'm going to, I'm going to contact them. I'm just going to contact the registrar. I'm going to get off the bottom of this mountain. I'm going to contact the registrar and I'm going to see if that scholarship might still be there. You never know. There could still be a spot. And so I, uh, I pray for all intents and purposes. I still call it that. I was raised, we'll get to that, <laughs> but I was raised in, in, in many different um, thoughts and, and, and faiths. I was, uh, what do you call it, introduced to many. Uh, I personally just um, aspire to spirit and the universe and uh, yeah. all the powers that be, you know. Um, but I prayed and I said, you know, if you can just help me get there. You know, anything by a wing and a prayer, I will do the dang work and I'll do the work to try to get there. Don't get me wrong. But man, if, because there's no way I should be able to get there. I had zero pennies to my name. I was doing part-time at community college. I was house sitting by way of employment for this family friend who just needed a house sitter, you know, and I had that, that week as much money as I had in my tip jar after bills, you know, and there was no reason I should have been able to make it. But uh, again, maybe a story for another time, but I, uh, I did. And it was every silly thing you can possibly imagine, including getting the last shot, uh, the one you have to get before you can go on the freaking dorms, which I didn't oh even know was gosh. a thing. The last shot in the state of freaking Alaska. The last one. <laughs> and I got it before I flew out. Um, and it just was, it was, an, it was absurd, but I made it. And so the doing and, and, and the work and the craziness and all of it that happened was like, okay, I won't ever, for one, take for granted what is possible. And take for granted this this moment, you know, that this could happen. So I did it, and then instead of just two years, I fell in love with it. I just really, really got into the passion of it and everything else. And so I decided, well, I don't want just an associate degree; I want a bachelor. So let's go for it. So I got a bachelor in culinary and hospitality management. And the quick answer is, I graduated, and I've been in the industry over 18 years now. And I am a classically French-trained chef who's also a business major and all the other fun things because I'm a nerd and I liked it. And they, my college was absurdly <laughs> expensive, but they made up for it in a slight way by saying, okay, you can take as many classes as you want in a semester. So long as your, your advisor approves it, they aren't going to just fail it and you know, waste everybody's time. You can take as many as you want. There's no change in cost. Oh, wow. So yeah, but of course, conveniently, I didn't find that out until like partway through my junior year, which didn't matter me none. I started taking them on. <laughs> I picked up everyone I could grab because, oh, are you kidding me? Oh, but I was a little missed. I didn't get to it sooner. Um, so I, so I, I, I did the things and um, I got into the industry right before I graduated. I had a, a really fun little thing happen, which uh, 
changed my entire trajectory and lands me where I am now. I quick story, got a mystery illness. Um, I ended up in the hospital with what I thought was the flu. And the next thing I know, they thought I was having multiple organ failure, yada, yada, yada. What they kind of think happened, but they aren't really sure <laughs> to this what? point, is that my immune system enca- encountered something. They think it was just like a flu virus, a really nasty one. And for whatever reason, when it got me, it really started upsetting a un-pre-existing, unknown pre-existing uh, kidney condition on my right kidney. My little, oh my I guess I've had it since I was a kid. I didn't know, you know. And uh, so when that happened, my kidney started getting upset, you know, again, unbeknownst to me, and that caused a chain reaction. And it affected, you know, a bunch of my organs and uh, reproductive, all that kind of fun stuff. And so what the result was is I have a autoimmune disease, which is just a short way of saying my body reacts really overreactively to most, most things. And so I just got to keep it on a, on a certain level. And now I know that my kidney is um, no longer happy. So all the things. It resulted in me spending about eight years um, ignoring doctors who told me you cannot continue in the culinary profession with any of these conditions because every single one of them is exacerbated by stress and particularly the chemicals that your body produces and the inflammatory responses thereof. And it's an inhumane industry. Really, chefs would work at 78 plus, 80 plus hours a week. And that's just getting going, you know? And I did all those things because I just done all this work and I'll be darned if I'm going to be stopped by, you know, something like this. Right. So I tried to do it and I didn't try to do it with, you know, hell bent to the, you know, the nails or anything, but I, I did give it my all and my energies and I did not respect my body mm-hmm. at all in those efforts. And so it resulted in about eight years of me being stubborn, but working my way through the, the chefing and the hospitality industry, finding my niche and finding where I, where I wanted to be culinarily um, until I got too sick to pursue what I thought I wanted to do. So uh, the body said, hey, you're not paying attention. And I've been trying to get it. I've been putting you in the hospital very consistently. I mean, several times a year for the last eight years. You'd think I oh, will be enough of a, how you doing? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not I for would, I would adjust. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, no, no. The, the, that's, what these, that's what these tattoos come yeah. in. We'll, we'll talk about those. Um, but that was, that was that. So basically, the crux, the crew of it all was I got sick enough to where I had to change my situation. And that started getting me into researching dietary, quote unquote, restrictive foods, Mm. which is why I am now a nutritional chef. Again, getting to that answer, I promise. (laughs) But I am a nutritional chef who now specializes with and around um, autoimmune-based conditions and other situations where, let's say, you just find yourself in a, you have worked too hard. You don't necessarily have a condition per se, other than that your body has said, okay, enough is enough. And now you finally realize that you want to try to help to uh, give it the proper nourishment and support, not only in the food realm, but also you know, in, the, in the full life spectrum. And so it took me a while to get there. <laughs> but amidst my coming out of my stubbornity after getting really knocked down sick, um, my came back to Alaska. I was pursuing um, an interest in connecting the dots, and those threads, as it were, mm-hmm. following the threads. Yeah. And after being sick, I finally just got to a point where I was like, Autumn, it's not just you know, your body. It was life. It was school. It was yeah. my partner. All the things. And not school, pardon me. My work and my partner, all the things. And so I finally had to take a really hard look at all the things. And even though my partner was an incredibly wonderful human, and he, I still have great appreciation for what he helped me to learn in my heart and all these things, I just knew that we were not the partner for one another in, in, for life, you know? 
And uh, so I came back to Alaska. I took a, a contract that I was offered. as kind of got a little headhunting thing. It was awesome. Came back for the summer, and I surprisingly fell back in love with my home area. I, I was one. I was. I remember being in third grade, and I couldn't wait to leave. You know, I, when I discovered, you know, the Discovery Channel and, and all these things, uh, being <laughs> my grandparents, you know, yeah. they had National Geographic, and they, oh my gosh, it blew my mind. And so <laughs> when I discovered this crazy wide world and all of these fantastical places that I just really wanted to. I couldn't wait to get out. So from third grade on, I was planning my next adventure. Um, and so I always kind of had home as this, it was just this leap off point, right? Mm-hmm. So I came back to Alaska and I would say that's when my big, really transformation um, kickoffs really started to happen. And that journey led me to um, actually having a really rough belly day, as I'll call it, um, in front of my father, who got me into my current uh, niche within my current line of professional uh, work. Uh, and that is to say, he came by to check on me one night and said, hey kid, I'm, I'm in your inner area. And I was caretaking our family's business, which was a um, greenhouse and landscape company, little tiny, you know, small, Aww. small town thing, you know, and we had built it into and around this existing forest. So my dad, we didn't want to cut down the trees Amazing. to put in the greenhouse. So he tried to fit in and we put our hoop house out front, which would have been the parking lot. He's like, I don't care about cutting into the parking lot. Let's work with this because it you know, matters to him. And so he did, you know, put the hoop house more toward the parking lot. And then we built in like the walking gardens and the perennial gardens and oh. things like that into the forest. And, you know, of course we had to get, you know, had to work with some, we had to get rid of some vegetation and the things, yeah. you know, naturally. Um, and then we had a, uh, a memory garden thing you know, for the community. And it was a pretty cool little place. And so my cottage, as it were, little, little uh, mobile kit home, kind of cutie, you know, put back a little like thing. <laughs> um, that was my little joy. I loved it. And he came by just to say, hey, don't freak out. I'm coming by to grab some materials yeah. and wanted to know, let you know I'm on property. And, oh, okay, great. But what I didn't remember is that I've been gone. You know, I've been gone from Alaska for eight, ten years at that point. And so he'd never seen me having uh, a bad belly day. And he was stopped in his tracks. And he said, what, what, what's going on with you? And Because I, I couldn't barely walk. Oh. And uh, I had to take off work. And he goes, what's, what's, what the heck's going on with you? And I said, well, I, uh, I'm having a little bit of a flare up, you know. And I'd stopped taking a lot of the pharmaceuticals because the reactions were so incredibly gross. And my mm. body was um, not um, doing them well. It just was, it was rejecting some stuff out, right? And then with my kidney, I couldn't take a lot of other things, you know, because we, you know, just bad, bad news bears. So I just basically was uh, uncomfortable a lot. And some days I was, I wasn't able to do a whole lot, you know. And uh, it was really, really humbling. And it, to be honest, it really irked the, <laughs> the, the crowd out of me because I, I, do, um, I don't do going down without trying, you know. Mm-hmm. And there was just at times, there's just not a lot you can do other than to try to be kind to your body. Yeah. And so I'd taken the day, you know, to be kind and all the things. I had, I had my puppy there. And anyway, dad said, well, this is, this is unacceptable. And I was like, well, I would agree. This is not great. Don't, <laughs> don't enjoy it myself. And he goes, well, what about, what about marijuana, you know? I mean have you have you considered this and i said uh well yeah my gastro and my urologist and my freaking specialist for the lady parts all three of them said and advised that it would be a treatment they would recommend if wow. it was able to be recommended quote unquote yeah. um and that it was something that was viable and each one of them listed a specific body system in which the cannabinoids were actually known to be researched to be effective in, in, in aiding, you know, in some form, he goes again, you know, they go again, 
uh, but we can't, we can't prescribe. And so I told dad this, I said, but dad, I work with sharp objects and flames all day. I can't be wielding knives and, yeah. <laughs> and running, you know, running all these things and the logistics involved and everything and not have my wits about me. So it isn't, to, it wasn't to me a viable, you know, option. And at the time I'd not ever had or partaken of a kind that didn't make me really woo woo. Yeah. <laughs> so basically he comes back later that night. He said, well, you're a chef, you're an intelligent woman, figure it out. And he throws down and basically a bag of <laughs> a nice, a nice, nice, good portion of medical product. Yeah. And I didn't know what the heck to do with it. I'd had enjoyed, of course, I had enjoyed even you know, an edible <laughs> once or twice, but I didn't know what the, I'd never cooked with it. I'd never tried yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, me, yeah. Um, I was very selective on who I put around because I would get to a life like woo-woo state, but I only like to be around that with certain people. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to be, I don't like the feeling of being too outside of myself. But to me, that's just not fun, fun, you know? Yeah. It gets to usually, or I love say at that point, it got to a point where I was uncomfortable. I'm much more, but, but at the time it wasn't even an option for me. And so he was right. He had a point that I was really uncomfortable. I mean, horribly not loving life. And so I thought, you know what? I've been stubborn long enough. I might as well. It's, it's something I haven't tried. Right. So I did. I made my most favorite bad move, by the way, most favorite caramel brownies. <laughs> oh no. Caramel oh yes. Salad. Oh yes. That's how it went. So I, uh, basically how, how it all began and how I am where I am right now, um, is this batch of brownies. I, um, it was this batch where basically it's a nice, soft, chewy brownie base. Right. And then in the middle you have legit melted caramel gooeyness. And then on top, a like slightly crumbled of the same cooked crumbly, uh, brownie base on top. So it gets that just barely crust, but still gooey underneath. And then you got the caramel. It was my favorite, like guilty pleasure, you know? And so I thought, oh, why not? This is a quick, easy, right? And so I put it together and I don't know what the heck I'm doing. And plus I hate wasting anything. So I don't even, I, I strained out the green, you know, from the butter itself, let's say, but then I incorporated it as part of the crumble on top after it had baked. So nothing was wasted and nothing was lost. Because I just couldn't, I didn't have the heart, you know? Because I, I was like, I'm going to waste it. I probably killed it anyway. I probably overcooked it. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And so, and it wasn't like all over the interwebs at that point. You can't right. find this stuff on the internet at that time. And uh, so, and you know, I'm dating myself. So, anyway, so I'm doing all the things. I, I call up dad and I say, hey, I finished the brownie. If you don't hear from me in a couple hours, you should just maybe come on by. <laughs> just, just swing on by. So apparently he didn't. Um, I, I take my little bite, you know, I did a little like maybe two by two square and uh, I take my bite and I wait about half hour, 45 minutes, like, ah, nothing's happening. And I'm like, well, you know, I do have a weird metabolism with all the stuff, right? Yeah. I'm like, all right, well maybe, shoot, maybe it doesn't even work for me. So I take another one. Uh-oh. And about the time I take the second one, I start feeling snacky. So I'm like, oh, I should make some popcorn. Let me put on a movie. That'll, that'll relax me. So I make the popcorn and I'm not paying attention. And I'm like, God, those brownies are great. And I go up and grab another brownie because I'm forgetting if they have anything at all in them. I'm just like, there. I need another brownie because why? Because you're yeah. high now. That's, you know, exactly. <laughs> but it hasn't occurred to me because I'm just jamming. And I don't even realize I'm moving around the kitchen. I'm humming. I'm doing my thing. This is the most I've moved in like 16 oh. hours. You know, I don't even, it's not even, I'm not even cognizant of it because I'm in my zone, right? So I had a, an English master, my, my boy, his name was Kane, best, best boy around. 
Um, and he's just loving it. He's like, mom's on point. She's sharing more popcorn. Let's do this. And, uh, so I go on the couch and I'm sitting there and I got Hank who's taking up three quarters, of course, of the rest of the couch right. to the left. And then I'm petting his head because his head's in my lap. And then I've got the giant bowl, like the old bread making silver bowl. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> no, not playing. I love popcorn. And then I make it from scratch. Like still cup So like, do I. Yep. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. I knew we were people. Yeah. So I got the popcorns and I'm doing this action. I got one hand petting the pop and I got another hand just shoveling the popcorn into my mouth hole as I am watching whatever <laughs> I can even recall movie I was watching, of course. And my dad comes strolling in. He's, well, it looks like it's working. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, and what you do you mean? <laughs> and he's like, and you don't look worse for the wear. And I'm, you know, all hazy. Yet. It's wonderful. You know what I mean? Whisper mode. I'm like, Dad. Why haven't I done this sooner? And goes, well, I'm not sure, but now you know. So, That's so awesome. That, I was like, hey, do you mind if I if I try a couple? I was like, oh no, please. With this chassis, it's gonna, I'm just gonna use take me a year to go through these. And he's like, Yeah, I doubt that. And so he takes a couple. And the next thing I know, he messages me a couple days later. He goes, Hey, uh, would you mind uh, maybe talking to some folks? that have some questions. Um, they, there's some folks who are kind of sick too. They have some stuff going on. And um, well, quite frankly, I gave him some of your brownies. <laughs> and I was like, you did what? And he goes, well, no, Adam, they're like some of these folks had two of them had cancers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other um, has a uh, nerve degenerative condition that can get quite painful at various situations, at various intervals. And smoking uh, for about all three of them really was really rough on their system. Yeah. And they tried other versions, but edibles and there wasn't in Alaska at the time. And there still isn't, there are no medical uh, dispensaries whatsoever. And it wasn't medically, um, it was medically legal. Uh, you could do, you could have it. You were allowed to possess it with a card, but there was nowhere to purchase it. Oh yeah. So you don't know how to grow and you don't know a grower. Cause why the heck would you, you know, soccer mom of 32 of whatever, you know, yeah. suburban area. Right you know, the, there was no actual feasible way to get it. And even if you were prescribed that you had to be of a certain condition, i.e. a cancer or such, and the only place that would um, dose it out, if you will, was the hospital. And it was only in various, they didn't have it all the time. They didn't yeah. get it stuck at that time very well. And so it was this really bummer situation. And of course I, oh my gosh, well, I don't know that. What if I make them sick? You know, blah, blah, blah. And dad was like, Autumn, they're trying they to do it themselves sick. right now. Yeah. And they are sick. Yeah, And so I put on my big kid pants and I tried to be brave but not, you know, worrying about the, the, the whatever side. And I said, I'd love to talk to them. Would they be okay to meet me? Because to me, I, um, it's really important to me, the human factor. And mm-hmm. in anything I've done, and I'd worked at that point because of my condition, I'd worked with a lot of sick people because I would share my story every once in a while, you know, with folks that, you know, or I'd be in the grocery store and I'd be in an aisle and someone would see me going right to a certain something and they'd say, oh my gosh, do you know about this stuff? And the next thing I know, I have this conversation and they're, oh my gosh, my daughter was just diagnosed with such and such. And I've been trying to make it, but we're, and she's losing weight and I don't know what to feed her. And, you know, she's a teenager. And next thing I know, I'm going through the whole store with her and I'm giving her my email. I'm going to get all emotional. <laughs> and I'm giving her my number and stuff because this stuff is tricky, you know? And what I discovered in my journey um, to get to this spot was that um, I was really stubborn for a really long time. But when I started accepting it and I started learning how to play with things, the first ever time I got to, got to share a recipe with somebody, 
the gal could almost cried <laughs> because she uh, she just hadn't been able to enjoy a certain quality of life. And yeah. and the thing that got me into culinary was that sharing, was that connecting. And all of a sudden, I was able to offer that again to somebody. And it was just about a meal. At that time, I wasn't trying to heal anybody. I just wanted them to be able to eat, <laughs> you know, because I wanted to be able to eat. And I was PO'd. And hey, man, I can make some food. I can, you give me something, I will put it together, you know. Um, and so to me, it was like, oh, my gosh, I can help others do that. I can give them that back. I can not only give them the like, okay, I guess I can deal with this and be meh. No, I can get them excited about it. Yeah. I can help them claim that back and be like, look what I just did. Yeah, I used to microwave everything, but I got skills now. Mm. <laughs> Check it out. And it, and it might just be, now you can steam something in a rice cooker, but hey, that's a hell of a something if everything you've ever made came out of a freeze-dried package or a can, you know? And um, that was a really powerful thing for me. So then when I experienced myself cannabis um from that level and i and I, I worked with it obviously you know with myself i did i tried different versions of different food modalities and things and with my own situations because chocolate by the way is not a good thing for <laughs> the digestive system come to find out um so i i veered away from the personally from the brownies myself um just to be nicer to the body but i, I worked with a lot of things um along the way and then i started finding out about the entourage effects and the symbiosis between different plant botanicals and marijuana, and then our own systems of endocannabinoids and uh, receptors within the body. And I was hooked. Wow. And now we are here today, and I am a nutritional chef who specializes in infused edibles. And what I currently right now do, um, to be honest, I had... Uh, I had stopped working. I, well, I say I stopped working. I had, I had ended my final contract, or I said my final, my, last, my most previous contract, um, because I had to go in for surgery, which I'll explain or share if you would like as part of the story. Um, and I had basically realized that the style of work that I was in, even in the, the marijuana industry, everyone's woo woo, but it's the yeah. next quote unquote rush, you know, it's the right, next right, mar right, money right. market rush. So there's just as many people doing just as many things for money and not the right reasons, you know? And so it became, to be honest, a bit disheartening for me yeah. because to me, it's always about the medical and I can appreciate needing to make money to be able to, you know, function. And so I, and I, Hey, I appreciate the uh, recreational aspects as well. I don't part, I don't drink. I can't with the kidney. Um, and I do enjoy it recreationally you know, upon occasion, but for me, it's not, um, you can't, um, if it's villas, if it's villa, if you, purport nothing and you do not educate, yeah. there is no chance to, you know, and then if you have a, an acceleration of just that side of it, of just the, oh, okay, we'll legalize just so we can make some money and yeah, let's get the taxes off it. You know, the government is hands off unless they can have the taxes, which is unfortunate. But for me, I just was a little bit disheartened because what I was actually doing in the industry wasn't about the medicine mm -hmm. fully, you know? And so I said, okay, I'm going to take some time. I'm going to do some surgery. And I am going to take some time to prepare for <laughs> my uh, my program. I was recently uh, accepted into a master's program via a school out of Ireland, <laughs> and it is a master of herbal medicine program. Oh, oh my gosh! And <laughs> Yay! Congratulations! Oh my goodness! There are so many things I was like. Do I write down and make notes or do I just, you know, <laughs> right? uh, like your story is, I mean, I think the thing is, is like when we share our own story and when we're talking, we realize like how 
big it is, but for ourselves, it's just our life. Like we might say like, oh, my crazy life. And I've done a lot of things. And we might even say it in jest, like, oh, I could write a book or I could write 10 books. Yeah, right? Right, right. But when you, when somebody's actually witnessing and hearing your story, it, is, it really is incredible. Like, and, and how now you're at the point where you can see where all these dots have connected and maybe not all of them, but just you're, you're, you're able to open up and see like, oh, that's why this happened. Or if that did, if I did get into the first program I wanted to for archaeology, that who knows where that would have led you. You may not have even been able to complete it, like, you know, and, and what, right. But I, I love like, (laughs) I, God gives each of us what we can take, right? And there's some of us that are shot glasses and some of us that are larger. And those of us that are pitchers, we get a lot of shit put in our lives, you know, and, and, and just it's filled usually also by people who we're around that we love because we're just like, sure, I'll take it. I'll take it. Right. And that's how like when we can compare like like somebody on the outside or maybe even yourself you might have been like i got the short stick like you know i oh, that you pulled absolutely i felt right, that like, i was what in the hell how unlucky yeah. from being you know the mistake at the first like that's incredible like i would be like what the heck no i'm in it's you know i wouldn't right. know but you know what i mean like yeah. people probably yeah. told you that oh no that's not acceptable you should have fought mm-hmm. for it. or whatever right like yeah um but then how leading like going back home, doing the community college, and then having that like tickle right in the back of your head, like, oh, actually there was an opportunity. Maybe I should look into that. And then how that actually was just preparing you for being able to help people heal. I was so angry. You know, (laughs) but of course, like, you know, there was, there's, these things that feel like I finally got this and then now it's ripped away by this, but uh, like now seeing and hearing it, like (laughs) if you would not have had that preparation to be able to see that it's not your plan. You read, there's a plan for you already and it's much bigger than you can ever imagine. And yes, oh, archaeology gosh. is wonderful. And actually now <laughs> that you get to, you know, have yes. Ireland and, you know, all these things. And, yeah. and I think like maybe that was something because you were so interested in exploring, that was like the, the best way like to actually travel and explore and, you know, and discover new things and, and how, language was so important to you, but also how that also was the whispers of like, like how I like to think of, we can say maybe past lives or, you know, there's yeah. hints of things. Yes. But yes. Ask my family. I'm sorry. I'll get to that in a moment. Yeah. I'm staying with my family vis-a-vis the surgery and then planning to be in Ireland, you know, this fall, which again, yeah. <clears throat> changes have occurred. Of course. Um, yes. So I'm physically going to be in Alaska for a bit. Still Ireland, still doing the Ireland, but that program is 99% online. So I can be anywhere. And that's oh, that's perfect. Especially right now. 
Yes, exactly. Exactly. So I do my clinicals in Ireland, but I can choose when I do them in the year and I can book them for like six, eight week intervals. Oh my God, that's perfect. So So it's like, again, like on your, like, it's like all this stuff that you had to work and navigate and got pulled away. But now it's like, there you oh, go. Here's a well, gift. Okay. And it's like, yeah. Okay. I can roll. And I will, I got, I got grumpy pants. Of course. You know, I have my moments. Of course. And Who wouldn't? Grown moments, right? Yeah. And then you go, oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. That's why I got this. Right. For you. Yeah. Yeah. It's been some, there's been some breathe, especially in the last several weeks. There's been some breathe. But um, it is, it has been so incredible to hear, you, like you said, the sharing of the stories. And um, when you had touched base with me, I had to check out, of course, the podcast. And I'm only so far in because I've been doing lots of work with this new client. Um, and it's a weird hour of business and all the things yeah. as you'd imagine going out to a remote property parcel <laughs> to do this work. I really have to send video at one point so you guys can see. It's really a glorified four-wheel trail. <laughs> and those are just trying to mob through to my little two-wheel right. Um, but it's a good time. Anywho, uh, I was I was checking them out in route, so it's been really I really enjoyed. But there's been so many moments in your story that you've shared, and and, and mm. the things that you've shared were for one, I'm like, we may have been uh, kin in past of life, but now yeah. I think yeah. already for sure. Um, I'm just gonna what you know over and over and over again. I love it. <laughs> and and then there's been these moments where you shared, you know, a moment that you've had, and and the context that you shared it. There's been an aha, and it's just been ah. Yes, exactly. Mm. Yes. <laughs> so I so have appreciated that. That's awesome. Far. I just wanted to say thank you so far. So I'm really digging it. Yay. Yeah. yeah. I, that was um, like something that I knew I had to birth for years. I even like bought the microphone three years before I even started. And it was just one of those things where it's like, I knew I needed to because I feel like we have to share our stories, right? And even though I may not be the most amazing storyteller, but I like to tell other people's stories by this, you know, way. And just the weave, like I call myself like a weaver, like storyteller, mentor, Um, just we all are, but we forget that. And that those stories and every little thing in other people's lives and, and, and like you shared the story oh, that, you, you know, in, in your family, in your tradition, your heritage, that it, that, that's so, uh, that, that is like the way that, that the keys and the secrets and the messages are told. You know, it's, it's not even the story itself. It's just, there's always that, like how I shared last time in our, in our, in the group we're in, um, it's whatever you're supposed to get out of it at that time. Yes. Yes, exactly. You know, and you, oh, sorry, go ahead. (laughs) No, 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 that, that. That's it. Just, just like, you know, we just, we grab, we can hear, we all can hear the same words and we're going to hear something different. And the best part about circle or talking to other people is that we get to share, this is what I got. And like, even if you got the same thing, but it's still like, even to say like, yes. And then you usually add on because it's your perspective or how you got it. And then that keeps layering. So it's layering and layering and dancing and intertwining and, the caramel in between the flood brownie, you know, like, (laughs) exactly. 
that's the, oh my that was just my favorite thing. That was ah, again, you know, like I said, the um, you know, the the coming together with the meals, you know, the same kind of concept. And um, to touch point, what I was getting excited about when you shared that, you know, you, you catch what you get at the moment, and you can share the same thing over and catch something different. We so we're reading, you know, The Alchemist, right? Right. And I caught that book. Um, that book came into my sphere, and I want to touch point on books with you, by the way. Remind me. Um, <laughs> another book, another book I saw that you at least have highlighted. I didn't get to see the book <laughs> yet, but I saw the book be highlighted. Um, but I, The Alchemist came across my spectrum right when I hit Alaska. That was that summer. That's when it was first really, and I was stuck on that bus, and I had to read it. Yeah. That's the summer. And so it was a really pivotal for my autumn uh, personal path time and I caught I thought just so much out of it and I've reread little bits and pieces but I've never read it top to back you know again and uh oh my goodness I can't tell you how many things I've, I've been doing in audio as I've been driving I finished it again but you know it's one of those things where I so many other little pieces and still now it resonates to this moment you know? yeah and I love that and, and that's when you like that's when you know it's the word of God Yes. <laughs> that's yes. when you know it's yes. the Holy Spirit, like whatever, yes. whatever you want to call it, whatever, however it is. Like, you know, what I was kind of saying before yeah. was that reminded me of you having different languages um, was the story of like when Jesus, when he came back to Pentecost yeah. and he said like, you know, that that's the point of coming back is I'm giving you now the gift that now you have the Holy Spirit. It's a gift to now spread. Right. And you will, you know, he's, he's letting them know, like, do not be afraid. Like I'm here. Mm -hmm. I go before you. Right. And, um, you're, you will speak your word in foreign lands and all will understand. And for me, that's, that can be, um, speaking in front of a group of people who maybe aren't your normal, your niche, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, You know, or, or even those that if you lead with the heart, even if you're in a group of people who are totally opposite, especially right now in the climate, oh, totally yeah. opposite, right? Yeah. That if you lead with that and just like, let this penetrate, let this land and get to them the way it needs to. And even if everybody is upset, if one person in the room says, thank you for saying that, I don't agree with you, but I'm going to think about that. Like yeah. it will land to those who have a hope, open heart, you know, because that's like, your story of being in the supermarket. We don't know when we're another person's angel. Like we don't know when, I mean, I don't know how many transformational stories I can talk about that like have been that supermarket story for myself. Like that somebody else has said something to me that it's just like, ah, and that might've changed the trajectory, whether it's like a podcast or like, I love listening to podcasts. so I could see who that guest was. And then I go down the rabbit hole. And then later, like I see an Instagram post and they both talk about each other. And I'm like, oh, they know each other. Like I, they're my friends, not each other. It's like, I forget that I found them through the mutual podcast, you know? But I love how like you can just pull at that thread a little bit and keep kind of going and finding and, and, and snaking through the fabrics or the trees or however it sounds, you know, and, and we'll all find each other. Oh gosh. Yeah. So to that effect, I have to share the book story now. Okay. Um, The one I I had to, I had to (laughs) poke you about. 
So again, I apologize. I didn't get to see the post, but I, I from the um, website, I'd seen the Instagram and I saw that you had posted about braiding sweetgrass. Yes. Oh my goodness. It's beautiful. Now I have to proclaim first preface rather, rather I've only made it so far in. I've only made Me it too. a touch in. I haven't, okay. I haven't gotten the just, whole thing yet. No, just, oh my goodness. And it was a, it was a, it was a recommend and then a gift um, from, to be honest, a previous uh, partner. And uh, he knew my, my passion for plant medicine and then, but also the science side for the, you know, I geek real hard on the molecules and, yeah. <laughs> and the neuroscience side of things. Um, but he had shared that book and, and that author with me and I, I got there and I was reading it and it was lost to the ravages of moving. And so I was actually just recently reacquired <laughs> it. But when I saw it on your, on your post, I went, oh my goodness, that's okay. I need to add that to my next, like get it back in the, in the groove one. Yes. So I just, it made my whole day and I was sitting there and I was thinking to myself, you know, if I hadn't had the experience I had with that human, mm-hmm. which was an interesting one, we shall say. Yeah. But if I hadn't had that one, I wouldn't have had that additional just little ping of connection and excitement to be able to have a conversation and be able to connect in general uh, with yourself. And that was just a neat little aside moment where it was like, huh, it would have still, I still would have maybe talked to you about the book. I still would have found out about the book potentially from you. Then like, oh, Braiding Sweetgrass, that's an intellectual. I got, I got to know more about that. And so perhaps I would have found out about the book, but I wouldn't have had the ping yeah. of, oh, that's so neat. We share uh, an interest in this as well. Yeah. And so it allowed me to have just, just today, just this afternoon, it allowed me to have a moment of appreciation for a connection, which I haven't had an appreciation for. Oh, so good. Uh, yeah. I just had to share. Yeah. That really and got me we, earlier. If we do that more, right? Like yeah. that, that. In everything, like everything we've been talking oh, about, like that as fucked up as things can be, that oh, they gosh. really aren't, you know, they can, they can be a negative thing, but that you can still be thankful for them. Absolutely. In every sense. So I'm, I'm just going to, so this is, this <laughs> is a, is a really good example of said, said, um, <laughs> sentiment. So when I, when I quit my final contract, I had to make the decision, okay, well, am I going to gear up to go to you know, Ireland? Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Well, around that time, and I didn't know for sure if I was in, I just knew I wanted to like, you know, let's go into the next and you know, I'll work overseas for the, for the winter. That'll be my next, um, or for the next year. Yeah. That'll be my next adventure. And so I was done with all this, you know, with this industry uh, for a minute. And so I started making plans and then I found out about the surgery side of things. And so basically, uh, I ended up having to have a hysterectomy um, and had some, you know, long time issues and other, obviously, with the fun stuff um, with the reproductive after that initial surgery and, and getting sick uh, in college. So from then, I was, you know, I was not surprised that I would, I would need one. And it runs in my family, you know, as far as the hysterectomies go. Mm. And so it wasn't a surprise. The nature of this was a little more surprising. It just um, got a little, it was a little bit more um, in depth than they were planning. And so what they told me basically two weeks before surgery, right before our group started, <laughs> was that, um, hey, by the way, due to some blood tests and some things and stuff, it's a little more interesting. Uh, and so we're going to have to do some biopsies immediately after we remove the organs from your body. And we're going to need to also do some more things and stuff. And dependent mm-hmm. on the severity of everything, um, you could be looking at more surgeries. And you know, the big, the big C and some other things. 
And so uh, I, all of a sudden, like I was already anxious because, okay, I quit my big kid job, you know, my, my most recent big kid job, very, yeah. very, very, um, yeah, large player in the industry of two real estate. And it was a lot of security. It was a lot of all the things. And I walked away because it didn't align with what I was trying to do and where I wanted to be as far as on the healing path. And all of a sudden now I get this news and I'm like, yeah. hey, <laughs> what, what exactly is going on here? And so um, my family very graciously was like, hey, my mom, she's, she's already had a hysterectomy herself. She had to have one um, just a few years after what my, my current, I'm 37 now. So she had hers when I think she was 39, 40, right on that cusp. Uh, I'm sorry, 40, 41, right on that cusp. Yeah. And um, she'd already had, you know, all of us kids and everything, you know, it's all good. And so she goes, I know what to expect. She goes, I had a full family. I said, she goes, my sister came in and she stayed with me for over a month. She goes, there's no chance. She goes, I said, oh, no, it's, I'll just rent an Airbnb, you know, I'll do this, this, and this. And because this will be the first medical situation I've ever been around family for. I've not been back in Alaska, you know, and even when I was sick, sick before, you know, I was like, Ugh. You know, I've already been through the majority. I'll just take care of myself. Yeah, I got it. And all of a sudden, so it was a very interesting, all the things dynamic, you know, I'm 37 and I'm back home. (laughs) So that's its own thing. Um, Left when I was 17. So it's been a few years. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, uh, you know, there's all of that. I'm in my childhood bedroom. Super interesting. And all those things, right? Which is now, it, it, it it was my brother's room. Um, because he had it after me. So now it's got all of his leftovers before, from when he went out to college, right? And so it's this interesting amalgamation of temporary and, you know, that. And and yet I still have all my belongings in storage and everything else because I was ready to be yeah. to be mobile. So I had just what's kind of needed to be kind of day-to-day and the most immediate. And I've been living like that for several months now just because I was prepping for the surgery because that was supposed to happen in March. And then covid yeah. And then of course, you know, and it, it, they canceled my surgery, uh, six days before it was supposed to happen. What? Yeah. yeah. And so talk about getting things wiped out from underneath you. They're yeah, like, no Oh, kidding. all of a sudden the pain will be out, you know, all these things, you know, you'll be a new human. Uh, just kidding. Hold on. It might kill you quicker <laughs> if you go in right now. So let's not, I'm uh, um, sorry not to be you know, really blunt there. No. Yeah. Um, but it's like, yeah, know. it's already going to be scary, but now it's scarier. So oh, yeah, yeah. you could freak out some more. At yeah. Home. My, sur- my surgeon was like, you are the last human I'm going to let walk through these doors. <laughs> like, oh, okay, wow. fair, fair play. She don't mess around. I think the, the crap out of her. She's a cool human. <laughs> um, but she, she was really funny. She threatened me when I got out of the surgery. She goes, I've, I've operated on three of your ilk. You mess up my stitches by trying to lift something, I will take you out. Uh. <laughs> and then I'll stitch you back together. <laughs> she was awesome. Definitely the surgeon for me. Um, anyway, so I didn't. I was very good. There was a climbing of a fence from our bear, but I'll talk about that another time. <laughs> um, <laughs> Alaska, what do you but it do? was nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it was a little, it was a little, little one. one. I yeah. I got little six over. footer. Yeah. <laughs> so with, There's chain link. I can I can help. Anyway. Um so anyways, all the surgeries, the things, they, then they stopped. Now we're in COVID. Um, now I'm sheltering in place from the things, even in Alaska, you know, in moments there was that. Well, we're fairly rural, so we were fortunate in our area that, you know, I could like, go for a walk if I was really, free, you know, yeah. frustrated or something. So that it was a blessing. Um, and I'm, I, I know that that was, I was fortunate compared to a lot of folks. And so when they called me to say, hey, it's on, you know, it was... <laughs> 
the week before my surgery, the actual week before I had been basically being pestered is the nicest way I could put it by this really sweet couple that has this company and they're out in this itty bitty little building in a rural little remote piece of land. And, and their, you know, their namesake is very, you know, rustic, rural, Ascana, you know, all the things. <laughs> and they aren't messing around. They're like, no, we don't want to be involved in any of this corporate crap. We don't want this, this, or that. We don't care about any of that stuff. Wow. We started our company because we want to give back to people. And we had to make the decision of we could stay just medical and only be able to help this many people, which was a very small amount that you're allowed to in Alaska. Um, Cause there's still no medical dispensaries or anything. You're just allowed to help grow or you're allowed to help work with someone else's product to make it into something else if they can't, but you can't but pr- provide it, handle it or anything without having like their card and them technically uh-huh. speaking, if you're working with yeah. medical. And so it's very, and, and if you're going to, and you're not trying to be stupid, you really try to do it as much as possible by, you know, everything by the book. And so they realized that they couldn't help as many people as they would like to. They kept having more and more people saying, oh my gosh, you know, the, you know, the medicine, they, basically an RSO, a honey or, or an oil really, really helped, you know, my brother. Um, and he said, you know, he's the one with multiple sclerosis and he said, come to you. And it's like, I'm sorry, we, we we're at our max for patients. We, we can't. Oh, wow. And, yeah. and he goes, and it just finally started to break our hearts as far as being, having to turn people away. And so we decided to go into it. And um, we, it took us six years because we refused to take, you know, loans and do these things. We just wanted to, if we were going to do it, we wanted to be able to put up the capital and do it ourselves and we to be able to do it right. And we still wanted to live along the way. So, you know, and so now there's these guys and can I tell you, just, it was the hardest thing to say no, but I did. And I did my little, you know, nope, gotta be, gotta be honest, gotta be true and all the things. Yeah. So I said, Hey, look, I really appreciate your interest. I'll come out and take a look at your property. But I'm not, you know, saying yes to any contracts at this time. I'm about to have surgery. So if I say yes to anything, it's going to be after that time, Yeah, you know, after recovery. Oh, okay, great. No, yeah, we'd love you to come out. So I came out and they are a really, really neat duo um, that has since <laughs> disillusioned. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I get out of surgery. I find out that the biopsy was a good result in that... Um, no, no issues and everything. Great. You want to see me in six months? Everything's cool that way. So, you know, rock on. And mm-hmm. the only aside is that uh, basically because of what was going on and <laughs> I put them to work according to my surgeon, uh, they didn't want to, they couldn't take out all of what was going on. And so basically I still have both my ovaries and oh, wow. hospital, essentially. So I have the hormonal thing and a surgery upcoming next couple of years. And they basically were like, it's going to be a little interesting. And, um, and so I, I came back and did my recovery thing. And basically the owner of the company came to me and said, Hey, you know, we'd really love to still have you on, but to be quite frank, rather than have you consulting, would you be willing to come on as an operations manager? (laughs) Uh, Because my partner has left and I'm like, you know, I just, I just, I just got a surgery. This is the thing. And I'm trying not to, you know, work for anyone. I'm trying to do this, you know, my own situation. Yeah. No, okay, I can completely appreciate that. Well, I'd appreciate, you know, any help you're willing to offer at the time. And I told him about school and everything. All the things are good. Not a problem. Well, then he comes back a couple of days later and he says, Autumn, you know, really appreciated everything you shared about the fact that, uh, you know, you're, you're dedicated to what it is, you know, that you're looking to do, which is to go into plant medicine and that you'd like to work with people and, you know, further and their conditions beyond just nutrition. Um, and that's basically having a practice 
working with folks directly and trying to help them with the foods and things, you know, in combination. Uh, he goes, and I, I really, I'm really excited that you exist in this world. And uh, I have a couple of things I'd like to talk to you about. He said, um, I have some things in the works and I would be looking to have a business partner. How do you feel about being a business partner? And isn't that part owner, right? Because I happen to know the things that he doesn't know about what his business partner had, right? Yeah. And he goes, but even if you, you know, are a partner or not, he goes, I wanted to say that I'm excited that you exist in this, you know, in this planet. And, you know, as long as you're working for us, I, you know, I just want you to know there's no issue with school. Anytime you need to take time out for doing classes or you got a test, please don't feel that, you know, even if you're just doing consulting now, you know, just don't feel like you have to, that's not, there's no choice between the two. I want you to feel like, you know, you put your priorities where they are. And he said, additionally, as soon as you know when your clinicals are, you just let me know. And I said, oh, of course, I'd let you know if I'm still, you know, if everything's rocking and, we're, and I'm, I'm still helping out, I, of course, I'm going to let you know. I'll, I'll have to go to Ireland. <laughs> and he goes, well, I'd like to know because we'd like to carry your flights and everything. And he goes, and that's whether you're with us or not. I mean, as soon as you know what dates you have, we'd like to take care of the ticket because quite frankly, people like you are why we're trying to do this. We were wow. that person. And he goes, we have the wherewithal to do that um, because we've been fortunate and we worked hard and we'd like to help you because you're working mm-hmm. hard and we have that. So, you know, please know that that is no strings, you know, all the things. It, it was really, I mean, it, it was really cool. And I won't lie, I had the, you know, the worry and the trust and the, you know, the suspicion, but there was so much, um, well, to be frank, there was so much beauty in how he shared it and emotion. And he was in a place, he wasn't entirely with me when he was saying thank you or um, being willing to even have a conversation, you know, right. with them about it because he understood that they weren't like a lot of these big companies, you know, and they're just these little guys and they, they really want to do good things, but he could understand if it wasn't quite, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I was, uh, I said, you are the kind of humans that I would hope to be able to work with. So, I'd like to take the opportunity, you know, and uh, let's, let's, let's work together, uh, knowing that, yes, my priority is that I will have to do the schooling and, and yeah. such. And, and I was even really forward because I'm, I don't like, you know, I try to be fairly transparent if I can. I was like, look, there's going to be botanical walks, which is to say there's going to be trips, <laughs> you know, to go, go harvesting and, and hopefully to learn more um, from others. And he said, and you better take them. He goes, in fact, if you don't, and I hear about it, and I'm even, you know, still in your professional or otherwise picture, he goes, I'll be pushing you out the door. <laughs> and so it's been really neat. Um, and to be honest, I shared in the group the other day, he's kind of this, this mountain man yogi. Uh, there was a video that Tahir shared and I swear to goodness, like the, the, the captioning, uh, moment, you know, that she was sharing with us was almost darn near verbatim what he had shared with me on the mountain earlier that afternoon. Wow. And I, I was just going, yep, yep. In the right place, in the right moment. Yeah, wow. exactly. And, you know, and this is this guy trying to live off grid, not trying, not off grid per se, but just it's all mountain man, doing his thing, you know? It blows my mind. I love that. And that he's at a place that even though he really was vulnerable from having like split with his partner, you know, that he, it, it's like, it's almost like um, the universe is like, you're being rewarded. And then it's like, 
no, really, you're being rewarded. So we're going to up this. And then like, yeah, no, exactly. you're really being rewarded. Now it's attention. like, you know, <laughs> but also like maybe all those six years and all like all those things had to also happen exactly at the time that all this, you know, for you, yeah. that's why I always say like, don't worry if things don't match up exactly right because somewhere else, you know, line God's working on like, don't try to force like the, um, you know, no, the you're other. my, you're my twin flame. No, you have to oh, be like, don't gosh. force yes, that you. because, <laughs> you know, if you get to the point where you become, or you're at least trying to become the person that would actually attract that kind of yeah. person, you know, that you are dreaming about then pieces have to be moved. You know, that person may not get into their college so that yeah. now they have to wait and then get, you know, fly across the country. That person might be in Spain right now. You know, like don't force it and just compromise and jump. Like I know our tendency is like, okay, I'm ready. I'm open to this. And then it's like we do get tested so that we can oh, see, yeah. is this really what you want? But a lot of times the tests are, it's not like that that's wrong and that you blew it, but it's like oh. everything is okay. Like wherever you are and whatever you're doing, as long as you're doing it, it's, it's how you do it and who you are Absolutely. doing it, not what you're yeah. doing. And, and, and how exactly how you are when you are doing it, the, what you're getting and what you are aware of, what you're taking in, in those moments and sort of trying to barrel through to that next, because you have that picture. Right. In your head. Exactly. And so because that picture in your head, you want to wear that picture around you. And you're missing those moments. You're missing it's that message. Sure. We totally you might be missing the time to get you to that picture. And we're forgetting that, like, I mean, that's the whole thing about smell the roses. Like, I mean, even like sometimes when I'm we're walking our dog and, and it's like nighttime and, and I, you're looking around and you're like, well, it's like a really nice garden they have in the front. And you don't see it because you're driving through really fast to get to your house, you know, and it's the slowing down and actually looking around and stopping and, and, and pausing and, and appreciating like, no, if like, I love, I, I mean, forgive me if, if this oh, is like right. cheesy for you to, for me to use this, but I love, because you shared that you are Native American, you know, oh, ancestry, yes. you know, but I yeah. love the today is a good day to die because oh, yeah. it's, it is not just a warrior call of like, I'm laying my, down my life. But for me, it feels like every day when you rest your head on the wow. pillow, you sh if you, if you could say that, and really fall asleep and say, I, you know, I, I, things may not have came out so great, but who I was, I, I can, I can die tonight. Yeah. You know, yeah. no, you know, that to me is, is the warrior call, is the call of the wounded warrior of all these things oh, yes. putting yes. together, you know, that empaths are and light workers are and, and it is in our in our trials and in our wounds that we are that picture that can get all the others to put in us so that we can alchemize that and then pour back into them, yes. you know, and, and yes. it's, it's those things that like when something is 
a real trial in my life. And I think, God, that was incredible. I can't believe like that before that moment, I had no idea I was capable of that. Yes. And, and after that, who I am, and then it's moments that I get scared again, that I think, uh, I did some pretty incredible things. Even if to somebody else, they weren't, I know internally what I had to go through in order to get through those things. And it's usually when you're pinned up against the one, you have no choice, like something (laughs) medical or, or just, you know, you know, things just thrown at you or pulled away from you. You just realize like, I I just have to keep going. I, there's no choice here. Yeah. What else is there? Yeah. You know, and, and, it, and or the other, the other is not acceptable. You know. Right. And there's times where that's what defines us really is like our integrity. And how you, and like how you said, like, I'm, I can't accept this because um, I'm going to surgery and I, I just can't like with the right, you could have easily like, awesome. I have a guaranteed job. I, right. I can go into surgery feeling good. You know, I'll just let them know like a little bit. And then, mm-hmm. and imagine if you did sign contracts, possibly how messy, because then when they split, oh, gosh, yeah. like, who do yeah. you, you know, maybe the other guy would have called you and asked, said, you're mine. And the, you know what I mean? I mean, I just oh, keep yeah, thinking no, of like the all same. these things that's that you can same. think about the what ifs and, and all this, but oh, it's just. But that's just what it, that's, that's how it went. That's how it went. And, and to be honest, I actually started playing a negative narrative when I got those opportunities and the negative narrative I got was this is another test of you not going after that. Right. You know, just jumping, diving yep. head first, yep. which is they not prepared or taking care of any of the other very real logistics of life. Yeah. I surgery. Yeah. I mean, going right over to uh, Ireland. Well, I was just going to go over for the heck of it. Mm. You know, maybe it's been on the continent. I'll, I'll go do some botanical walks or I'll go do some stuff yep. you know, just quicker and easier to get back for clinical. That was my anticipation. Yeah. And I was really, uh, you know. I and it might have been, it might have been a test of like, okay, we're going to put this really thing that's really nice in front of you. Yes. And let's see if you really want the other thing. And that you were like, no, you know, and then, okay. So now that's still going on, but now let's offer you this. And it wasn't until you actually just released and said, no, completely, wholeheartedly, going to do and step up into this that now you're actually supported because you are going to get financially supported to do it. And it's also, you know, you're this, this mountain man, you know, is really smart because he knows that you're only going to enhance all this by getting the herbal knowledge and the life experience. Like how can it not enhance everything? everything that you're going to learn about more plants and how they connect and allies. Like he knows that he'll be putting his life's work into the next generation by passing it on to you. Yeah. And that that's, that's enough for him to know that it wasn't in vain, you know, like that you're going to pass the baton. And that it's okay. Yeah. And that, that how great to already know that you're going to do more with it. His, I think that's um, the thing that yeah, we can hold on much. to is like our babies and our birth and our creations. And mm-hmm. when somebody else comes in, we, we can get very, you know, if, if, if we get restrictive and like, but it has to be my way and you have to do it how I did and honor that, you know? Um, so it doesn't lose sight. But when we, expand and and open up and say like 
I did the way I did it. And now you go and do it your way. And I think that's, that's a parent, isn't it? Like he's, he birthed this and now he's releasing the child. Like any parent really does is, is like, you're not mine. I don't own you. I don't control (laughs) you, but I've been here to steward your life, you know, to help you to become a, 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 a upstanding citizen, you know, of a, a earthling, right. You know, it and, it's, and it's how- so funny that way he goes, I know I'm not your dad, but, um, consider my years. It's <laughs> you know? true. Yeah. yeah. Sure. It's like it's whatever. Sure. And, and I think that's God, if, 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 if we can more approach things as in the eyes of a parent, I guess, and not maybe our parents. Like, you know, I think people get stuck in like, but not not the way my mom was or not the way my dad was, but like um, uh, the the, right, the father, the mother. But I I even, I like to say like really grandfather. Grandfather and grandmother is actually more, I think, appropriate. Just because parents, their job's like, do this, like teach you the right More ways. And it can be yeah. very, um, I have three kids, so I know it can be where they're like a reflection of you. So sometimes when they're not acting so great, it can be like, oh, I didn't raise you that way. You know, like, and it's like a personal thing. And I, I think it's really funny the saying like that, the, the reason why grandparents and the grandkids get along is because they have a common enemy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Right, you know. (laughs) So it's like, ah, I remember when you did that. Well, there's the candy for the kid, you know, like (laughs) now sugar them up and take them back. Right. So I think like even though I'm I'm of age that I could be a grandmother, but thankfully my older daughters that my daughters just graduated from college so it's like please no not you know decade at least you know like, just, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. I I like I shared in our group like I was born with grandmother energy and I've always taken on that like you know gathering the gathering yeah, the, the you, little duckies you know and I think if we if we kind of stepped into more of that in this world right now, but also remembering to do it like you're doing right now for yourself. Like how often can we go out and like, yes, I'm going to help other people and I'm going to do this. And then like your body was crying and saying, (laughs) please, can you first me, you know, I, I, yeah, like I, I need you all your loving. I need it. Yeah. And, and there's a point where our bodies are finally like, I got to do, I got to like, pull the chain here yes. so that you're paying attention, you know, and oh, gosh, yes. it's that and I've had some humbling recently with that too. And it's just a reminder. It's just that all the time bringing it back to, uh, you know, those moments and, and taking uh, those nudges as a, as a gentle and or a kind thing. It's the yeah. fact that you're noticing it instead of being like, ah, oh yeah, I know I should being like, oh my gosh, that's right. You know, Hey, thanks. That's, that's a, that's a moment. That's a moment to pause. And even exactly. if it is just a pause to say, okay, you know what? You're right. I'm going to, I'm going to have another drink of water because I have been really bad with my water today. Yeah. And, you know, kidney, you know, so it's always right. time. You've got to, you've got to do those little moments. And if it's just that little pause, um, for myself, 
one of my my big things um, as far as taking those taking those reins and going is having that chance to take the pause and not just and okay right because I can recognize and and that's a I find such a gift but what I I myself am getting recently and has been part of you know the fun is okay well done and <laughs> you know yeah all right you know that those traction things right and, uh, that that kind of continuity when I had the moment with the yogi mountain man that then correlated <laughs> to Tahira, you know, it was a okay now pause for me. Um, all right, all right. So I recognize that I recognize. Now did you take it in? Because yeah. it was brought yeah. to you twice now. Right, and you right, right. Saw it, so did you get it though? Okay. And it'll, it will it will <laughs> circle back. Exactly. And it's almost like that that was enough that that's the reason why you are in this group. Because I'm sure that there was a point where you're like, I'm about to have surgery, all these things. Maybe I should just, I, I can just yeah. email to here and say like the next cohort, like the next yeah. class, like not now. Yeah. I can't. But I don't know, like all of us, I know that we all know that like, we truly yeah. know that this was a group we were meant to be in already yeah. with our yeah. conversation today, you know, that, yeah. that, that, there's never a mistake and there's mm -hmm. always a reason. Everybody's been supported in one way or another of the yeah. reason why they're in the group. And for me, it's just like me finally coming out and like, I, I do have a voice. I like, I, of course I know that. And I've always known that. And, and you can ask my kids and the, <laughs> their friends are always like, your mom's amazing. She should be a public speaker. Her, her talks and her, like how she talks, like, you know, counseling and all this stuff. Like she yes. should do. And of, they're just like, yeah, well, try being her daughter when oh, every yeah. single thing yeah. is ah. a message, a life lesson. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, that's but, it. That's yeah, it. but that's yeah, I, so I know that of me, but it's been that to actually say, you know, there was a point where it's like, I know people need this. I know they need my help and I know these yeah. things, but finally there was a point when I just recorded the first episode that I said, this actually is for me. I need this. And it's okay yeah. if nobody hears it because I need to do this for me. I need to get out what's in my head. And I often have these thoughts and these conversations and these downloads that happen. Yes. yes. And I will share them if I'm in circle with somebody or, in or talking to somebody. Yeah. But if they, can help one other person, then that's enough. And so it's that kind of taking out. I, I, I was thinking that I didn't want to have a big ego and think that I can, I'm incredible and I should be sharing my story. But in a way it was the ego of like, it, it, it was, it was almost like the opposite. Like my ego didn't want to possibly be not recognized oh, like it's kind of interesting yeah. like until I actually kind of took that away that part like don't well what if nobody hears it what if no one listens does it matter yeah. and once the answer was it doesn't because this is for me and I need yeah. to do this then yeah. that's when I'm like ah I thought I was the opposite like uh, being yeah. like not egotistical so I'm not going to put myself out there and I'm it's exactly. good enough to just be with my family and it's good enough but in but it was more I shouldn't say ego is like my pride 
And I didn't really realize that that was still there because that's usually not how I am, you know, but when I, when I saw that and I was like, oh no, 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 that's definitely there because if not, I would have started this three years ago. So that healed the, it's not about anybody else except what I'm here to do, which is to share my voice, my stories, myself, and that everybody, that's all their job is. Like even us being alive and working on our own light and our integrity and who we really are is the work period, the end. And all this other stuff is extra. You reaching out and helping other people and helping them to cook, that's extra. But it's what we do internally to heal ourselves is really how we reignite this light. Oh my gosh, yes. I had had um, just some long days recently and I started to question, you know, because I have a tendency when I get excited about things, you know, to just dive in and uh, hence my, my late, my late responses. Um, and so, and it's rural, you know, so I'm driving hours just to get there and I'm driving hours back, which is, you know, a little bit of it. And I love the drive. So I don't really mind so much, except for when, you know, it's been a long day and you're just, woo, you know? And uh, so I was having these days and I started, you know, I started really trying to be in, okay, Autumn, feel it out. You know, how you feeling? You know, what's, what's, what's happening? And I'll be honest. I, um, Let's turn alarm this morning. Not the first time this month. Yeah, and I don't do that. That's I shouldn't say I don't do that. Clearly, I do. Uh, I don't do that often. And it's really, really rare because I'm a super light sleeper. Like you whisper yeah. in the house, and I'm like, "What do you want? <laughs> Why are you bothering me?" Um, also, not the most awesome morning person. Uh, I don't really know my name. Uh, so I have really been trying to fill it out, and and I had these moments happen, and I said, "Okay, today I took some time." And I, I, you know, I kind of, I kind of sat in it and I had a moment and to be honest, I'll, I, I don't recall the full, you know, domino series because I was running around the house and I was, you know how you're thinking? I think when I clean, I'm an yeah, organ- sure. yep. organized person. Yep. And so I've got all the thoughts going and I'm literally in between three rooms. And at one point I had this thought in, in mm-hmm. the laundry area. And then I had this other situation occur as I'm going through the hallway. And by the time I made it back here to the closet, <laughs> I went. Oh my goodness, you silly person. Because, you know, I had slept through and I was really kicking my own booty and I was so bummed at myself, you know, because I and I got immediately into the zone of the day and I'm like, and I'm like, oh, mm. where'd you go? Put your day off. Remember? You don't have to. There's nothing you gotta do today. What, what are you doing? And I realized, Autumn, you got right back into that zone for no other reason than your own self. Yeah. Your boss isn't calling you. No one's banging down the door, nothing burning, you know, da 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 da. I almost immediately had gone into that moment because I woke up off kilter. Mm. And in the, in the series of my little in between and out of the house, what had come to me was just um, <laughs> the, um, the humbleness of not kicking my own booty. And because I'm so, you know, I get so excited and I want to try so much and all the different things. Right. And again, you know, you come so far and you, you know, you've got all these, you know, you're thinking all the thoughts and you think you're, um, you, it's not okay to stumble. Yeah. And it's like this whole process, you know, it's, it's not the whole process uh, of us being here and all the things um, that I, I kind of had this little woo-woo moment on 
over the last few days of it being long was yes yes we get a lot of we get a lot of love toward um the beauty that we do in these processes and and the openings that we make but uh we don't give i don't think often enough um enough love <laughs> to those moments that help open us up exactly and they aren't often the, the easiest ones you know there are those moments where you're like oh my gosh i just you know or you're kicking your own booty or it's the 12th hour literally the actual 12th hour you know at it when you all of a sudden realize you know yeah i'm really into this or yeah this really matters to me um but there's all the balance things and there's all the other things and in order to appreciate it all it's okay for the bummers or the tricky stuff to have happened and in fact heck yeah all right there's another one that's gonna you know what that's really gonna serve me well i know it i know it and i just gotta remember and oops and and yeah, clearly your body needed it. That's why you fell asleep. It's okay. You know, like yeah. you stuck through an alarm. These things happen. Um, and it was it was a moment of I just started kind of I had a little chuckle, a out loud chuckle to myself where I went, Okay, kid, you know, all right, all right, it's a little humble pie. You know, you don't have to have an internal, okay, just internal temper tantrum because for the like however many time and you know, you you slept through your alarm. Like, these things have been known to happen. I had a friend who had five alarms just because they didn't sleep yeah, for the first three, yeah. you know, but here I am kicking my booty on my day off because I slept, you know, I slept for the alarm and I missed this appointment and I had to reschedule and, mm. and it was all very kind and everyone was wonderful, but, but I, then at least I wasted my own energy for two hours. Yeah. Keep my own booty because, you know, the things and the stuff. And so I took my humble pie. It was lovely breakfast and <laughs> brunch rather. And, uh, and I, I laughed and I just enjoyed the, you know, the joy of the laughter of realizing that I was a silly goose and I was having one of those adult moments, those things I used to get angry at, at adults for when I was, oh my gosh, I could never get it. You know, you'd hear them talking and they're like, oh my gosh. And then, you know, and then I got the fifth red light and I'm thinking to them, life is red. Yeah. You had to wait for five minutes. You guys make us wait for five minutes all the time before right. we can even have dessert. You know, like, oh no, go wash your hands. That's five yeah. minutes. Right. You know how long that five minutes is yeah. when you want dessert? <laughs> and you're complaining about a life, you know? There's no reason to get grumpy. But it's those those nonsensical things that get us, you know, those, yeah. those just moments of consternation. And um so I had to say thank you for the moment of consternation for uh for reminding me that it's just a moment and get out. Yeah. You know, like, you're like me when I, when there's things like that, I'm just like, Oh, Rosie. Like, you know, it's yes. like, that means, like, Come on. it's like, uh, <laughs> it's like uh, you're human, you know, you're oh, human gosh. too. Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh. Tahira got me on that one the other day. She's like, yes. And you know, exactly. like, Come on. Yeah. Like, and, and, and why are you, that's not a, that's the thing. That's how it works. Oh, oops, I keep holding out of my ears. <laughs> I, I love this. I have my little ear thingy. Sorry. My, oh. um, my little squishy bits have since escaped. And so, oh. and so they so keep trying to fall out. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I hate that. It's just like, yeah. uh, I want to do this again. I, we need to do take two. Or part two. Absolutely. I just realized how late I am. So sorry. <laughs> no, I love <laughs> it. It's like, we're okay. just like, this is like a sleepover talks, you know, really like, <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's like, I could do this all the time, but yes. like, I know, you know, family's waiting. And uh, I, 
absolutely would like, I'm like, if you want to do this again tomorrow, we could do this again. <laughs> we'll see. Totally. We'll see how yeah, you yeah, are. And we'll see on the yeah, day. But I yeah. love this. Like aside so from fun. doing the podcast, you know, and everything. Oh, yeah. But I think that this yeah. is incredible. Like just to see how to, lives that would probably never seem to be connected and how we could have been in the grocery store together and possibly connected because we both grabbed like the same apple and like, ah, you know, oh, that's great. And that kind of feeling sometimes when you're like, I really like that person. But then it's like, but all we did was laugh and talk about an apple. But there's that kinship that you know that somehow you knew each other before or there was something. And I just think it's, it's, it's like when I realize that like we work here on earth, like, oh, we work here. It's because we both, like there's certain souls that like, oh, we have our, we have our angel wings tucked in and we're wearing the uniform shirt, you know, and we're walking around and we see each other. We're like, keep it up. You know, like, yeah, Yeah. spill on aisle seven, keep it up. (laughs) I got this one. Yeah. You know, you get that one and I'll, (laughs) I got the mop. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll meet you at the dust jam. Let's go. But yeah. Let's do this again, please. I will. I would thank you that so much. Tomorrow. Yes, much and so. and okay. I know we keep talking about this um, about the group we're in, so I'm going to put that in the show notes of our Absolutely. group we're in. Because Tahira's yeah. amazing. Oh my gosh, she's yeah. so incredible, yeah. and the stuff she puts together. And I know that she's has open enrollment for her next group coming up. So I'm. Um, and, and I hope that she continues, and I know that she's planning to grow more stuff. So. Um, whenever any of you that hear this, when you hear this, even if that's not available, please look for Tahira and find out all the amazing things she's doing. And um, YouTube as well, yeah. She, oh she my gosh, life like she <laughs> just is like she ta- always talks about lioness and definitely roars a beautiful, yes, she loud does. roar that echoes and. I, I call it putting out the bat signal, but yes. hers is yeah. a definitely a roar. <laughs> so yeah, just, I mean, even that thankfulness that she attracted all of us and, and that so we much. are. And holding a space that, yeah. um, that's very authentic and, and genuine for so many different kinds of folks. There's, I mean, every, every different type of human. Absolutely. Um, you imagine and yeah. And the way that she brings it together as far as just with herself is, um, it's, it's just great. It's great. I know. It's awesome. Yeah. Because I think every all of us have probably sat in circle or been in our, you know, classes mm-hmm. or groups. And, and there's a definite like, oh, I know why you're here. And I can see yeah. why we all belong to this little tribe. Yeah. But this yeah. one just seems so much more expansive. Like it's training ground, you know. It really is. It <laughs> really know? is. And having that, the, the deference, you know, as far as the guiding, um, it's been really neat to experience how those different pieces of other people's puzzles are really yeah. able to flow in and, and bring those moments for yourself. Um, and, and then the group as a whole, like you can just, the feeling of the resonance when everyone is, um, has, or one person even has shared mm-hmm. the difference in the dynamic that it makes, uh, even into the next class Yeah, is, is really a powerful thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're all definitely like yeah. holding each other's hand. You yeah. can feel it, you yeah. know? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And, and, um, 
you know, something to be said for the the power of, you know, the interwebs and, and the various methods of connecting. Yeah. Um, and then to have that reinforced with, with, you know, groups of, of different humans. It's really neat. It's a really no, absolutely. It can be, it, it, it can serve a very good purpose. <laughs> Not just a negative. <laughs> no, no, exactly. Very good, very good. I love it. Okay. Balance. Yes. So let's do this again. If not okay. very soon, uh, very soon, I hope so. But if not tomorrow, then we will p- uh, put this one up and then we could do a, another week to continue because I'd love to hear. I, I, yours is like just hearing your story and where you're at. It's definitely a, you know, cliffhanger, like to be continued, see what That's happens next with Autumn. So like, let's, you know, a few episodes let's down, it it's like that character where you're like, you see in all the other storylines and then you're like, oh yeah, whatever happened, there she is, you know. Page 26. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. So you're, yeah. So it's going to be that dot to dot. So I'd love to hear more. But I very much look forward to joining you. Yay. Thank, Thank you, you so <laughs> much for saying yes. Uh, you're the first oh, person that I didn't know like really well before okay. to actually invite on. And so just you like listening to the podcast and saying yes, like I was like, okay, I'm going to keep, yeah, this is, maybe this is a thing. Maybe this is a thing. Well, I am one who is not overly comfortable on a public spectrum. <laughs> So when the invitation came in, I was like, okay, oh <laughs> voice out there, must I? Oh, and so this is the first time I've ever done anything like this. And uh, I really enjoyed the talk and the time with you. So thank you. And thank Yay. you for creating that space. Truly, this has been a pleasure. Awesome. I look forward to the next chapter. <laughs> I am too. Yes, definitely for everything. Okay. I'll message you and have okay. a good night. And let me see what it looks like outside. Oh, yes, I'm, I'm to see, yeah. Okay, so we've got a little bit of a color change. Next time I'll have to go on the porch so you can see oh, it over the yeah. lake because the lake really shows that. Uh, That's incredible. Shows the difference. Yeah. I think we it's all should always. just like host, like whoever <laughs> wants to come to whoever's house, like stay, like we should just rotate, right? Oh my gosh, <laughs> yes. Oh, be, I think we need to work on that, that angle. Definitely. I think so. Like who wants to come, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> AKA, I want to go to Alaska. <laughs> yeah. get, you, get yourself here. Wait. Yeah, that can happen. No problem. Awesome. All right, Autumn. Thank you so much. I love you, sister. Have a good night. Truly appreciate it. Bye. I hope you found this useful and engaging and something that you want to continue tuning into. So don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and a five-star review would be amazing. Thank you very much if you are inclined to leave a review. Share with anyone else that you feel that um, might be interested in this. And um, don't forget, you can find me on Instagram, on Facebook, um, but the easiest way to find me is through my website, and it has all the all the social media links, uh, rosievelasquez.com, and I will post that in the show notes. So once again, keep following those threads. Know that there's a message in every single thing, and you're not doing this alone. We are all interwoven in this beautiful web of the universe. <laughs>